Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This afternoon's Red Sox game in Minnesota has been postponed because of civil unrest in the area. The Red Sox were supposed to play the Twins at Target Field, but protesters have been clashing with police. I was front and, front and center at the protest, at the at the riot. Um, we did not. There was eating and drinking indoors in restaurants and bars. Is that okay now? No, it's still not okay for the simple reason that the level of infection, the dynamics of infection in the community are still really disturbingly high. But everybody else is doing it, right, Matt? I mean, all across television, all these anchors are are rolling up their sleeves. Why do you think we haven't seen the biggest stars on Fox News get vaccinated or show us their vaccine (laughs) selfies? The uh, symphony of idiocy is blaring loud. It is in full swing today. I, I don't even know how this day got went sideways. It was about 3 o'clock Eastern time. I was uh, in the Market Basket parking lot when my wife sent me a text saying that the RS would not be playing because of the shooting in Minnesota. And I thought, there's no way that stands for Red Sox. <laughs> so I texted back and I said, does that stand for Red Sox? She said, yes. And of course there's no game tonight because of a police shooting in in Minnesota, in uh, Brooklyn Center, is it called? Mm-hmm, Brooklyn in, Center. Which is just a little north of Minneapolis, um, where this the police, the, a female police officer, shouted taser at a fleeing suspect and then shot him and killed him, which is friggin' just perfect timing. This idiot, incompetent police officer, and she is... This was a massive f up, and this ain't good. That kid should be alive right now. Right, and this sucks. And of course, so there's that sheer incompetence by this police officer, mm-hmm. this woman, which is what I think so far. I, I it's just by for what I see and by the audio where she says, "Oh damn, I shot him." After she said, "Taser, taser, taser, taser," she thought she grabbed a taser. She didn't. She grabbed mm-hmm. a gun. Right. And, and the uh, the chief said in the presser that they 
in their training, they or, and always, they wear their service weapon on their dominant hand side and the taser on their non-dominant hand side. And so that they never do this. Because obviously, right. and you can see in the video, I actually watched the body cam footage. I don't think you watched the footage. You just heard the audio. But um, she's holding a gun. Point Like, I mean, she, she's holding the gun a while. It's not like she just grabs it all of a sudden and grabs the wrong one. In a, I mean, she's pointing a gun at him for a good, like, five to ten seconds, yelling taser before she shoots him. And, and so... Yeah, the level is... of screw up that this is is I mean this person obviously should not be a police officer. I think that goes without saying. I would assume that there's some kind of manslaughter charges coming. I don't know that this could support a murder charge since I think it's pretty clearly um not intentional, but uh there's only so badly you can screw up before it becomes a manslaughter charge because um I, it's unbelievable that you could screw up that badly. The guy who shot was named Dante White. Right, I think. And uh, I mean, was a graphic taser before gunning off. He was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I think he had a kid. I'm not sure. Um, um, uh, the New York Times. I don't know, but his girlfriend was with him. <laughs> the the uh, his girlfriend was with him in the car. He was pulled over with his girlfriend mm-hmm. um, for having an expired car registration. So and so then when the police pulled him over, they found that there were open warrants for his arrest. I don't know what the warrants were for. It was not because of an air freshener. That is I don't know why this story is already bad enough. I don't know why people need to make up new narratives. So when he called his mom, he called his mom on the phone. So he was live on the phone with his mom when this happened. Dante White was right. Dante Right. Yes. Right. So that's Great phone call to have for a mother. Yeah. So he called his mom and said, they're pulling me over. And apparently they said to him something. He had an air freshener on his um, rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. And they said, like, oh, that's illegal. You shouldn't have that. So he said to his mom, like, they pulled me over for an air freshener. But his his registration was expired. And they had warrants for his arrest. Mm -hmm. So it's not crazy that they were arresting him. They weren't arresting him for an air freshener. That's not a true narrative. Anyway, so his girlfriend's sitting in the passenger seat. His phone is on with his mom and um, they ask him to get out of the car. He gets out of the car. Initially, they start to handcuff him and he's saying, I didn't do anything wrong. Why are you arresting me? And they're saying, we have a warrant. And then he's struggling and trying to get back in the car. And um, at that point, this officer who's holding her gun, pointing her gun at him, says, I'm going to tase you. And he's still struggling. He has... Now, this isn't there's two other officers physically getting him like I don't even think it was necessarily needed for him to be tased. There wasn't a gun in the car, according to the police officers. There's not he wasn't like reaching for a knife or something. This is there's two officers. there already overpowering him to get him cuffed. And Mm -hmm. she says she says, I'm going to tase you because he's struggling. And then she says, taser, taser, taser and shoots him kind of into the front seat of the car where he's struggling with them to get back into the car and and at that point apparently his foot must have hit the gas or something because at that point um the car sped forward and hit another vehicle that was parked so and then and that's when she's saying she says bleep bleep, and i bleep i shot him and the other officer's like wait what happened and she goes yeah yeah she says yes i shot you know so i but how this could happen this is such a huge Error, unforced error on the part of the cops that I just it. 
So it boggles the mind. Right. So that happened last night. There were riots in the Ten Brooklyn Center, mm-hmm. uh, and already we're replaying this thing where the media does not want to hear that there were riots. This is Chief Gannon debriefing the press yesterday. Your decision to issue a dispersal order the um, while they were peacefully protesting in front of the uh, police station. What what led to you to issue a dispersal order? And then on the back end of that 10-minute dispersal order, then to issue out uh, CO2 canisters and gas uh, for the crowd. So, Can you talk to us about yeah, that? Just so everybody's clear, I was front and, front and center at the protest, at the at the riot. Um, we did not. Now they're upset. There was no okay. riot at the There was. So I was, we were being, the officers that were putting themselves in harm's way were being pelted with frozen cans of pop. They were being pel- belted with concrete blocks. Just go with the concrete blocks, Chief. I understand that this is a tense event here, mm-hmm. but cans of pop is makes for bad copy. And yes, we had our helmets on and we had other protection gear, but an officer was injured, hit in the head with a brick. brick. That was a Hennepin County deputy. He was transported to the hospital. So we had to make decisions. We had to disperse the crowd because we can't allow our officers to be harmed. And I've already answered the question, I believe, about your lighting. I know that's a that's a big deal with you, and I understand that. But I thought I'd explain that myself. So that is, I told you it's my decision, and that's why I made that decision. Well, is there another question? Yes, ma'am. I mean, the room's tense. I can feel it. Yes, ma'am. The room's tense. Yes, it is tense. So the second half of this thing is, like we just started to talk about, is today, as the, uh, of course, it was the riots yesterday, as the Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox are mm-hmm. about to tee off at 2.30 Central or whatever time it was. They were supposed to tee, uh, 1.10 was supposed to be the first pitch. Oh, is that it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's 2.30, 2.10 oh, Eastern, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so that's supposed to happen. The stadium fills up, and suddenly there's an announcement somewhere, which we don't have. It, 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 somehow, everybody was uh, was notified in the stadium, and it wasn't filled, actually, because there's COVID rules, so it was whatever amount. Mm-hmm. They say, game's over, not playing. Uh, sorry, there's a – the city has a response that there's a – because of the unrest and riots, uh, civil unrest, that we, we expect to happen, we're not going to do it. The team kind of says, out of respect for the family, mm-hmm. we're not going to have a game. Which and, is odd because if the the kid was shot on Saturday, so if it were out of respect for the family, they could have canceled in advance before there were fans in the stands who had paid for parking. And maybe the body cam footage didn't come out. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure about it. Yeah, but but so anyway, so I reached out to Jerry Callahan because we talk about the stuff we've been talking about. It. Jerry's a sports guy. He knows some of the people involved in the league, and he knows how some of the league politics go. And obviously, we all lived through last summer together here. And I just thought it was such a, to me, a, 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 a Major League Baseball is doing whatever it can immediately to pander. This the, the city is saying, oh, okay, go ahead. The streets are yours, rioters. Meanwhile, baseball is saying, oh, we'll cancel this. We'll cancel that. We'll cancel Georgia. We'll cancel Florida if their voting laws go. We'll cancel the states that have bathroom bills. We'll, can- we'll do the, 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 the corporate wokeism of baseball is coming right through here. You know, we've had... Baseball games during wars. We've had baseball games when there's been tumult, you know, historically. There was baseball games a couple of years ago um, in um, at Camden Yards when there was uh, civil unrest in Baltimore as well. You can do both things. You don't cede your streets to rioters. That is not good. <clears throat> and so the, today's game is canceled. Well, there's supposed to be two other games. If you're those rioters and there's the agitators, 
You're excited and saying, damn, we can do this for two more games. We can shut the games down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get in the stadium tonight. Why not? It's our stadium. Whose stadium? Our stadium. So anyway, I talked to Jerry just a few minutes ago about uh, some of this stuff. Um, and just for his initial reaction, uh, and uh, we'll jump to that right now. Okay, this is um, this has been a crazy day already, and uh, I I don't know who to talk to about any of this stuff. It's kind of because of the Red Sox and Twins thing. It's kind of sports and politics, and obviously that is those are the realms of Jerry Callahan. You should be listening to the Callahan podcast. Half of you came to me from the Callahan podcast, which I uh, certainly appreciate. Um, Jerry, what the f- is going on exactly? <laughs> What? Uh, where do we start? Where you know you know what you know what's going on? One, I think it's pretty simple, Shattuck. One uh, incompetent cop choked. Yep. She panicked. She grabbed the wrong weapon. She shot a guy and killed him. And that woman, she she's I assume already fired. She'll be uh, charged, tried, perhaps you know, convicted of something. As she should be. I mean, this is, you know, the big responsibility you have when they give you a gun and a taser, and it's not asking too much to know the difference. So she's going to, you know, pay the price, and she should. But unfortunately, because of her incompetence, all these small business owners, all these residents and taxpayers and citizens of uh, Brooklyn Center and Minneapolis will pay a big price too, and, and it's coming. You can feel it, can't you, Tom? Can't you feel it right now? The storm is coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially since, like you said, this is freaking egregious. I'm going to tase him. Bang. Shoots him. Jesus Christ. Really? Now? But it should be should be simple. It's her fault. We don't right. have. It's not like George Floyd and, and Derek Chauvin, as we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. That's complicated. That ain't simple. We, you know, we still can't quite decide how he died. And I mean, there's just a lot of questions. And I. I fear, again, for the people, the good people in Minneapolis and the business owners, I fear that Chauvin's defense is is haven't even started yet and right. they're doing a good job and uh and they're as far as i'm concerned there's reasonable doubt on the cause of death and if that's what it takes for a juror to to acquit or for there to be a hung jury then we are looking at another storm oh yeah a i mean there's a bad some... storm coming but this one should be simple it's her fault can't yeah. we just say can't we just see her get arrested and charged and blamed and and, and put the blame on her maybe there's some Affirmative action program that we'll learn about that she really couldn't pass the test, you know, like a physical test or couldn't get through the obstacle course and she shouldn't have been there. Then you get a bigger issue. But if it's just a matter of competence, it's her fault. Why are we blaming the damn owner of GameStop and, uh, you know, Sally's Beauty Shop? Why do they have to pay this price? The answer is simple because it pays to to, to loot and, and riot and destroy things. It works, you know. That we saw it all last summer. They they barely go to jail. They get bailed out in ten minutes. The, the, the politicians all, uh, uh, you know, rationalize it. Ayanna Presley says we need unrest in the streets. Kamala Harris bails them out, and then you know CNN and MSNBC spend all night rationalizing it or even glorifying it. Well, you so, heard the presser with the police chief yesterday. He may, he yeah. dared to call it a riot for a second. And the press shouted him down and said, don't call it that. Don't say that. It was a protest. Don't go there. Stop that. It was amazing. The media, that wasn't a community activist like group. Yeah. You know, that was that was allegedly media people. And they're berating the chief. And he's like, you know, we they, they started it. <laughs> they threw stuff at us and we fired back. But also, Jerry, here's another thing. Is it, and we saw that we talked about this all summer. You and I talked about this. You've made it 
legal to riot in these cities. So now instead of the city telling the young people to stand down, we're not going to tolerate this stuff, everybody right. else, the, 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 the twins have to cancel a game. That, so pathetic. you make you in front of the mob. You say, "Okay, we'll cede the streets to you. We're going to cancel our game. We're going to keep everybody away because we don't run the streets. You run the streets, and you can raise hell and light on fire and and you know create chaos in the streets. And we'll just you know sit here in the fetal position with the Red Sox hiding under the table." It's pathetic. I mean, honestly, it's like with the MLB pulling out of Georgia. You wonder. I'm trying to imagine the thought process and, you know, what made him do it so quickly. Rob Manfred talked to a couple of players, black players, and they weren't happy. And when it talked to Stacey Abrams, we found out the men will be checked in with her and then boom, cancel it, hurt all the small businesses, you know, stick your nose where it doesn't belong. And, and, and they, I think Rob Manfred is going to be remembered for that because it's so pathetic and so weak and the game hasn't even been played. We're going to hear about it. And, and he's kind of, uh, shown his cards that he got pressured by a handful of people and, and, the, and the woke mob got their way and that's not going to go over well with baseball fans in the big picture. I think Manfred just did permanent damage to Manfred. Oh yeah. It feels, it feels like that with the twins. I assume it's the twins or MLB who just, they get whispers. Oh, there might be, you know, unrest. Oh, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to, challenge that we'll stay in our rooms we'll stay in a hotel you got you know you go out and do what you got to do you know we'll be here when it's safe it's it makes them again seem weak and pathetic baseball doesn't need any more you know pr hits and they've taken a couple of self-inflicted ones in the last few days yeah well so and also they're feeding the voracious appetite of these mobs and and these professional agitators so why would they let the second game happen why would they let the third game happen I know it's a good question. It's a good question. Like, why do they let the Atlanta Braves play? Yep. If they don't let the All Star Game play, well, why can you let? Because it's Jim Crow and it's you know this throwback to these uh, you know, racist days in Georgia. Why are the Braves playing? Why are the you know Falcons and the and the Hawks playing? Right? Why are they why are they have you know anything in Georgia? Why not pull out you know completely if that's how political you want to get? I mean that thing, and I don't know if you've talked about it that that meeting on Saturday. Or Sunday was it Saturday? Or Sunday with Sunday, the hundred CEOs and, and yeah. you know heads of uh, you know owners and Arthur Blank and uh, MLB and, and then that's that's a it's creepy you know let's be honest oh, a yeah. bunch of authoritarians all meeting and B it's a harbinger man that is a preview of things to come anytime they don't like something I mean do you think they might have something to say about well, I guess Arkansas Arkansas's uh, you know, law about not giving kids puberty blockers, kind of an issue, big social cultural issue. You think well, they sure. might say? There, there are there have been other bathroom bills bills through the in right. the states as well, and some voting legislation. To, at, um, Florida's got voting legislation. You get a hundred corporations, hundred CEOs together. They're going to decide, and you know which way they'll come down on all these cultural issues. They are as woke. And they're not only are gen- generally liberal, but they're also deathly afraid of the mob. So. We know how they'll come down, but it is scary that they're going to suddenly become political. And if they don't like something that uh, is going on in your state, they're going to bring the hammer down and say, you know what, that convention we were going to have there, or that uh, you know, that team, that tournament, pff, that's out. See, you, we're gone. You know what? You, you brought up a really good point, too, it, that it's the stuff that happens so quickly. With Rob Manfred in the All-Star game, the game was on, the game was on, suddenly the game was off. And the same with the Twins today. The game was on. The people are in the stadium. Suddenly it's off. 
It's like these uh, debates and arguments are not aired out in public whatsoever. And we, and, and, you know, that just, it just makes them look so pathetic, doesn't it? I mean, the, in the Georgia thing, I didn't know the law. You didn't know the law, right? You had to do a little homework. Right. You had to read up. Took a couple days. You heard about this. You compared it to other states. And then you realized there's nothing racist about it. There's nothing, nothing suppressing, no voter suppression there at all. I mean, it's just... It's no different than, you know, half the states in the nation. It's got more early voting and more drop boxes than most states and absolutely zero racist, nothing Jim Crow-ish about it. it. The president was lying about it. We know that now, lying repeatedly. So are lots of people in the media. It would have been easy for baseball to say, no, that's their business. That's, you know, people, that's how Georgia wants to do it. Look at IDs when you vote. Doesn't seem like a big deal to us, but we don't want to get involved. We're not taking sides. We're playing our game. That's, why wouldn't you do that? They look, Manfred looks pathetic. Yeah, and you know, the twins so said, the twins. The twins, whoever made the call, the twins look pathetic. Well, the twins said also out of respect for the family. So how much of this is just, you know, displaying your virtue for the cause, um, like Rob Manfred did, and how much of this is actually worrying about fan safety? Because the stadium's not going to be filled anyway, right? No, no. That's, well, that's true. I mean, that's unbelievable. The family, they cancel a lot of uh, games in D.C., the Nationals and the Wizards when uh, uh, uh what was his name, Anwar, Mr. Anwar, poor Mr. Anwar from um, uh, from Pakistan was uh, murdered by the two teenage girls who are, aren't really going to go to prison. But <laughs> hear a lot of protesting for that, a lot of, you know, threatening to pull out. That was a know, joyride, Jerry. There's, you don't cancel right. games over a joyride. That's what that right. was. And so one incompetent cop. So you say out of respect to who, the city, you're going to cancel games again. They, they just afraid they, they, they err on the side of cowardice is what they do. Well, there's, but- your, uh, there's your headline for your, for your podcast. <laughs> well, Erring but- on the side of cowardice. They sit there and they say, we cannot risk the wrath of this mob or, you know, or, or the wrath of the, the, the media, woke, the woke media mob or the woke corporate Or, or you know, even scarier, Jerry, they may have taken the temperature of the, of the team and said, how many of you are shaken up by this today? And some of the twins could have said, I, I don't feel great about it. I don't know. And, and the management just could have said, just like with Fenway Park, when, when people had to walk under that sign that said Yaki Way and, you know, and, uh, you know. Still, it still haunts my dreams. <laughs> I can't uh, even see that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I wonder how much of this really is public safety and how much of this is simply, you know, this cultural wokeness. I, I, I get to, if the Chauvin thing goes sideways, then Minnesota cannot have another organized event this year. I do not envy anyone who owns an auto parts store in, in, you know, Minnesota, greater Minneapolis. They're, they're, you know, or a, uh, you know, that's or, what the, games, I would, or a footlocker. They're screwed. They're screwed. They know that people have targeted them. They say free shoes. We're not going to get arrested. If we get arrested, we're bailed out in 10 we'll, minutes. We'll be on TV with no ramifications. Yeah. We'll be on TV. We'll have people literally, you know, the, the, the opening skit of Saturday night live was essentially rationalizing Looting, you know, property damage. They were like, they were, you know, anchors of a news desk and they were black against the white. And the black were saying, hey, they got insurance. It's just property. You know, we got to do, you know, justifying property damage. That's where we are in society. You're <laughs> Jerry, right. They were stealing the, bread from the, the auto parts store. That's right. That was, uh, that was AOC, yes. stealing bread. Ayanna Presley was, we need more civil unrest. These are the people that make it okay. They make, they make excuses. Uh, they, they, 
it, they rationalize it. Sometimes they glorify it, romanticize it. Say MLK, MLK said it was the voice of the, the unheard. The rioting was the voice of the unheard. Like, was MLK talking about stealing sneakers or games? No, or I don't think he was. Well, all right. Well, so I'm going to go to um, the only baseball I'm going to get today is my daughter's softball practice, Jerry. Where I'm I find my- it very disrespectful that <laughs> you're pro- uh, practicing on this solemn day. Out of respect, the- I should have. You're right. Maybe it'll. Uh, maybe instead of we'll just go throw a brick through a window. We'll see. All right. Yeah. I'll, we'll continue this tomorrow on the Jerry Callahan podcast. We uh, will. And to- something tells me it ain't going away for a while, my friend. It's this is just stuck. This is just roiling. It is the storm is coming. Yeah, we're going to out stupid 2020 and. 2021 and it's pretty much the ceremonial start is today all right jerry take it easy i appreciate it all right Shannon. talk to you that was jerry fresh from his uh jog in the financial district of boston he's back in uh, charlestown so i i continue to be to have no faith that the that mlb or any of these corporations jerry talked about it who had the big summit meeting mm-hmm. on wokeness oh yeah yesterday which should be concerning to people that they're all getting together and saying, you know what, we've got, we need to use our corporate conscience mm-hmm. to make our own rules and regulations and dictate what is acceptable and what isn't in what venues and what states, et cetera, and what kind of speech we'll allow on our platforms and in our venues, et cetera. Right. This ain't good, what's happening with, with these folks right now. And Apart from, and I think that this is easy enough, mm-hmm. we can agree that the police in Brooklyn Center, wherever, wherever they shot this guy, this kid, uh, right, effed up. Mm-hmm. She obviously should get the book thrown at her and disciplined. She, should be, she can't be a cop anymore, obviously. And whatever, whatever punishment is, I mean, this was sheer incompetence. Of course, the opportunists are going to make this into sheer racist, racism. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming already. But... You cannot foster and encourage more chaos and damage in the streets. I mean, is there a black community that we're not going to ruin in the name of social justice this year? Come on. I mean, well, see, it's only April so far. We've got some time to burn down some more cities so far. I mean, this is what you cannot, you know, you, first of all, these looters are looters. They're criminals awful and violent they need to be arrested and prosecuted you can't have you can't say to the black community hey we care about you so much that we're going to let these people destroy your community and your businesses mm-hmm. that is horrific talk about jim crow right. you're letting the, the black community be feasted upon by violent criminal that's crazy you can't do that you that's need to crazy. protect them we talked City about the story we talked about the story in boston this morning before yes. all this stuff happened there was a grandmother who was just sitting on her porch in dorchester and was shot and killed in the, on the porch just sitting there and you know and now everybody's like oh well now we'll have justice and there's so much you know injustice in policing see how unfair it is we live in these neighborhoods well yeah who made that the da there has been decriminalizing everything refuses to arrest people we've been releasing out of jails because of covid we're not prosecuting crimes i mean we're pulling back on the police presence in the city we're so self-congratulatory about all this social justice stuff that we're abandoning the black community i mean there was just a study recently that shows the vast majority of everybody all colors the black community the hispanic community the white community all want would prefer increased police patrols Mm -hmm. not decreased but no we're going with 
the police are the problem and let's pull back on that. You know, if anything, it's interesting. We have a friend who works, um, you know, at a, at a special needs high school, um, or, or I guess a behavioral needs high school. And, um, he was saying like this whole thing about having fewer police now is so strange because uh, these situations occur when police aren't able to restrain people. And it's easier and safer to restrain people if you have more people there. You know, that is when, you know, if you have multiple cops that are able to restrain a suspect, then you're less likely to need to draw your weapon because they're less likely to be able to overpower you to be trying to grab your weapon or something else. You know, you you want to be in a situation where the cops aren't afraid of the suspect that they're trying to arrest because that's when these things happen. And that's another thing. I mean, you know, I know we all love there to be female cops out there, but women are less physically commanding in their presence and less physically able to overpower a suspect when when needed. And and, you know, and in this particular case, it was a woman who shot this guy and, you know, she probably was concerned for her safety. But maybe we shouldn't have cops that are that likely to be concerned for their safety. Maybe we shouldn't have cops that <laughs> well, are I don't physical. know. There were other cops there helping her, though. She well, didn't. she wasn't even restraining the guy. There's two male cops, you know, getting him cuffed and she tased. It's it's so, you know, but, but there is data that shows that female officers are more likely to shoot to use deadly force to shoot a suspect because you know they're more likely to feel threatened by the situation so you know maybe i don't maybe female cops shouldn't go on those types of calls maybe there should be like really um really rigorous standards of physical fitness for police officers who are on on these types of calls and you know and you know, male, female, whoever, if you can't meet them, maybe you should have a desk job in the precinct. <laughs> I don't know. Because part of the problem is that these cops are scared of not being able to go home to their families. And it's not right that we're putting them in a situation where they're scared. And it's not right for the people they're trying to arrest that they're scared. You know, we had a listener, Paul in Florida, emailed us too about that other police shooting, the one. Um, where the guy was the the guy was a lieutenant, I guess, in the army. It wasn't a right? shooting. It was a, a oh a no, tasing. yeah, you're right, not a shooting. He was oh, pepper, pepper spray, right? Pepper spray, but it could easily have been a shooting. It was yeah, the way so the this situation guy, escalated. Yeah, and, and that guy. It, it, well, we can we can put a pin, I think, in the the Minnesota thing. Mm-hmm. So, but my 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 worry is, I, I I hope that they get swift justice for her. I think we can all agree that this was a massive f up that tragically has. I mean, maybe has. Ended this twenty-year-old's life. You're not even a, an adult when you're twenty years old. Right. His kid, you know, you know, he had a couple of warrants for his, for his, you know, I, I had scrapes with the law when I was twenty as well, you know, and it was just screwing around stuff like that. The, the kid deserves to have a chance at a life, you know. Right. So this sucks that this kid is dead. Apart as, as far as the civil unrest goes. You can't see the streets and let them destroy the city because mm-hmm. it's going to start there. It's going to go to every other city. Everybody's getting vaccinated. Now we're – imagine we weren't even opening up last year. Now right. we're opening up. Now there's really a good chance to raise hell in all of these cities. We can't let this happen like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can't – there is no excuse for looting. That is – looting is people having fun, mm-hmm. having a great time and running in and, you know – this kid getting shot does not equal I get new sneakers. That does not make any sense anywhere. Right. And I also like. Uh, but, but side note, 
what is why are they stealing from auto parts stores? It seems to me that that would be very time consuming. Tip like you, you need a catalytic converter for, for like a 1997 Toyota Celica. What are you? Are you gonna <laughs> slowly go through the racks? Of the, is the book, the manual, there to tell you where to get? Well, the- maybe they know people that run um, repair shops that are less scrupulous about where the parts are coming from. I, oh, well, I would that would assume. make more sense. Okay, I would assume, but um, yeah. Or there were there was video of them last night looting a GameStop, coming right. out with armloads of video games. That's not. I mean, right? GameStop. Yeah, GameStop and. <laughs> That's not a protest about no. this kid who died. That's no, <laughs> the, the, yeah, that was. So, so we know that you can't have this. And these kids have have no fear at all. And why should they? Um, now that about this other guy who was t- who was pepper sprayed. Um, yeah. So the cops, he had a license. Pl- he had no license plates, according to the police. He had temporary plate in the mm-hmm. back window. He is a an officer. He's a medic. Um, and um, and. Yeah, they were pulling. He was in uniform. He was in uniform, but they were pulling him over. But he kept driving for like a mile or so, and didn't pull mm-hmm. over until he got to a gas station because he didn't want the cops to rub him out. <laughs> right, in he the middle of a cornfield in a, a well lit right. area. So anyway, so they were the at least one of the cops was way the hell out of line the moment they were. The, the, it, 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 certainly, in the very least, had a bad attitude. Right, and let it be noted, they have not charged him with anything like they have no right they didn't charge him but they didn't they do pepper anything. sprayed him they 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 said something like like the, the lightning's coming at you or whatever uh yeah you get ready to, to ride the lightning or yeah something. like the, one of these cops came off like a total punk and i think he's been right. let go didn't they well, whack him uh maybe yeah but yeah and the guy when he said when they were like why won't you get out of the car he's like honestly i'm scared to get out of the car and yeah. they said to him like well you should be like, geez, yeah. calm down. He hasn't done anything. He has the yeah. temporary plates taped onto the car. Calm yeah, he's down. He's a guy in uniform. Just give it a second here. I mean, the, I, the guy, he obviously, he also, he didn't comply with the officers either. But, I mean, I, I just, come on, guys. I, I don't know what it is where I think you need to. I, I don't know. In that case, bring in backup who aren't pissed off. How about that? Yeah. Start, start with that. If you're, yeah. if, if, why don't you take a, a install a friggin' pissed off ometer in all us cruisers, and anybody who is redlining doesn't engage <laughs> with the public for a little right. bit until they cool down. So yeah, so that guy, yeah, that mean, guy is sued. And it, 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 did he mm-hmm. win? I assume he's he sued for um, like civil rights. His civil rights were violated, which I think is fair. I mean, he'll I get think, damages though, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I think he should. So, so we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I think that both of these are both, uh, you know, not great looks on the part of the police department. And, right. Uh, you know, I and it happens. It you know it it. it Bunch of times a year, there are not great looks uh, by the police department. To black people and white people, by the way. Oh, of course, yes, no, absolutely. Cops aren't perfect; they screw up too. They have got f ups too, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, but you know, it, this is not a a uh, pandemic of killings by the police. By the police, mm-hmm. this is not what this is. Okay, right. this if if anything, this shooting by the woman is. Talk about now. There, you could look at some police reform if you dare look at the kind of police reform that might make people uncomfortable. But we'll see. Um, like having fewer women officers. Alice, you said that. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to say those. Well, words. Well, I, I mean, know. sometimes there are trade offs. You know, if white, if uh, you know, if if women officers. Dang, Julian uh, Edelman retired from football. Yeah, I saw that. 
Um, if there are, uh, if if there's evidence that female officers are shooting more people and we don't want to have more people shot, like maybe that's something that we should consider. You know, maybe there's a trade-off there. Maybe the gender equity in the police department should take a back seat to the shooting of people during arrests. I don't know. What do I know? You know, like, or are we just suggesting that all these, that, you know, women officers, like, need to be trained more or something? I, I don't know. Or- Tase people with the taser <laughs> going forward. We shouldn't have to put this memo out, but only use the taser when tasing, okay? Don't tase people with the revolver. All right. So um, we, we're, um, we're going to have to go to softball very soon. Mm-hmm. With our daughter, which will be the only organized sport we'll be seeing this evening, since the Red Stockings will not be playing in Minnesota, because um, because looters have to destroy the city. Well, actually, it's funny too because um, <coughs> some of the news stories, like you said, the city kind of said it was because of the unrest, and the twins said it was because they wanted to, um, you know, show, pay respects to the family by canceling the game. And um, and uh, <laughs> five minutes. And and so it's interesting. So some of the news stories that were put out on Twitter had that as a headline that it was because of the unrest that the games were being canceled. Mm-hmm. And social justice people were like yelling back at these news stories on Twitter saying, how dare you? You need to correct this headline. It's not because of the unrest. There was no unrest. There was no riot. It's absolutely out of line. It was done out of respect for the family. And like, that's what the team said. And you need to take this down and change it because this is so disrespectful to our community who's in mourning right now. Um but great. <laughs> so great. Let's have a perfect sequel to 2020. <laughs> 2021 we'll do it bigger, louder and stupider than we did the first time. All right, Alice, I'm going to move along here uh to a couple p- pieces of audio we've got to get. This is um uh, Mehdi Hassan who's a jerk on MSNBC who had Dr. Fauci on. I love the guys who ask Fauci these leading questions where you can sense Fauci salivating during the question. Eating and drinking indoors in restaurants and bars. Is that okay now? No, it's still not okay. F you. <laughs> what is this moronic troll doing? Can you imagine? <laughs> nope, still not okay. Who the freak are you? Who are you, you moron? You've been wrong about everything. You're a total and utter jerk. We have a vaccine. We got it. We can't get the virus now. We're leaving now, shrimp, okay? We're going. You can say whatever you want and tell us that you're not comfortable with this or that or kiss up to Rachel Meadow. We're going now. Bye-bye. For the simple reason that the level of infection, the dynamics of infection in the community are still really disturbingly high. Like just yesterday, there were close to 80,000 new infections, and we've been hanging around 60, 70, 75,000. Flatten so the infections. I remember them saying that last please. year. Mm-hmm. It was not about infections it was about people dying and the, uh, the hospitals being overrun and we needed a couple of weeks remember that the little megalomaniac that's what you were saying last last year screw you screw that guy i hate him alice i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm, I'm allowed to hate and uh well, also it just it doesn't have a bearing with reality and you know this was one of the things from the beginning of the pandemic is you can't put in measures that are going to be uh not followed at all you have to strike some kind of balance where you give advice that's actually something that people might follow because if you take it too far they'll just ignore everything you say right and people are already eating indoors at restaurants we've eaten indoors at restaurants so before we were vaccinated so 
obviously we're going to keep going to eat at restaurants now that we're vaccinated. So maybe he should take a look around, realize that restaurants are open. I'm pretty sure there's indoor dining everywhere in the country. So now. I've begun taking the law into my own hands, Alice, <laughs> Have at, you? The, at the supermarket. Yes. I now walk down the aisle in any direction I want to. I'm no longer going by the mm-hmm. arrows. I am a vaccinated. You, you're joining being. everybody because nobody was following. I am a them. vaccinated human being. Oh, no, I would. I would. Um, I was following. The, I still am. Follow, I don't mind the direction thing that much, but uh, I've started to push the limits with the mask. Like I'll take it off, like on my way out the door of the supermarket before I'm actually there. Ooh, living dangerously. And like I'll walk Alice. in without it on, and then I'll kind of put it on I as like I get indoors, just to show that the, I'm. The police not are going. on edge, Alice. I don't want you tased uh, or worse. <laughs> All right, so the other thing we're going to play, this is a teacher from the San Marcos School District uh, talking to the kids on a Zoom meeting. Do I, is there part of me that is in love with this teacher? <laughs> it's possible. themselves out. The haters did. They are forced to bring awareness to the situation that they are in because other people put them in that situation. My question is, in this case, where is the uh, white suit union? Because, because we, we need all races. You don't need equality. a white student union, Jake. Oh. You get everything. <laughs> you get everything. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then she goes on to, uh, she's got a word or two for the parents uh, of these students. Your parent wants to talk to me about their profession and their opinion on their profession. I would love to hear that. I know very little about anything else in the world other than education, okay? However, what particular class is this? <laughs> by the way, I think we've gone. <coughs> I think we've gone uh, off of the curriculum a little bit. If your parent wants to come talk to me about how I'm not doing a good enough job in distance learning based on what you need as an individual, just dare them to come at me <laughs> because I'm so sick to my stomach of parents trying to tell educators how to do their job. I have never once gone to a doctor's appointment and tried to tell my medical health provider how to treat me. You know why? Because I know nothing about that. I didn't get my degree in medicine. I am going off. I'm sorry. This is my go off period. Yeah. No, actually, this is class time, (laughs) Alyssa Piero, who I may or may not be in love with now. Um... First of all, I think it's a little harder for us to try to talk doctor than it is for us to know what a teacher does. Uh, Yeah. Also, um, I do talk to my doctor about options, by the way. If I read something or, you know, we'll discuss the treatment options openly together. I don't just go to the doctor and say, do whatever you do. And like not, I don't need to know. I don't know anything about being a doctor. You just do your thing. Like who doesn't do that? Who, when you're in the hospital or your kid is in the hospital, doesn't talk about what the doctors are doing and discuss the options and weigh them. Like you just let them do whatever they want and do their thing. Like, so obviously if you discuss with the school and with the teacher, what you think is a parent, because you're the customer buying the service from the school system. You leave Alyssa Piero alone, Alice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so the, this next piece of audio, I was going to make the center piece of audio for the show. This was featured in my Substack today. Mm-hmm. This is something I wanted to spend a whole lot of time about uh, on, but unfortunately we don't have much time, but this is a masterful, masterful uh, idea, suggestion, plan, uh, angle of attack from Brian Stelter uh, on uh, Fox News. This is 
This is one for the ages. It's really important to see all these TV anchors, personalities showing themselves getting the shot. We've seen a lot of vaccine selfies from lots of folks at lots of different networks. Uh, it's been really inspiring to see. You know, the inspiring to who? Who's inspired? Is it Brian Stelter who's inspired? Wow, this is inspiring. Wolf just got a uh, pancreas exam in front of us here. Wow, that is incredible. Anderson Scooper just got a skin graft. It's really inspiring. You know, it's telling... Who's, who looks up to these people and says, you know what? They are so far superior in every way. I'm just going to emulate what they do. <laughs> who does that? Who says it's be, because Don Lemon gets plastered every New Year's Eve and even needs Eve on CNN? Oh, you know what? Let's get plastered this New Year's Eve. Don Lemon's one of our betters. He'll know. We'll just do what he does. Today's show even brought the, 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 the co-host outside for a live outside group. where the people are. How generous of the Today Show. Vaccination this week. And Rachel Maddow on Friday on MSNBC talked about how she was really fearful of the needle, really worried about it. And yet it was important to get the shot, and she did. And there she is what talking a about hero. it on there. What so, a hero. First of all, that's horse bleep, obviously. Second of all, what, can you imagine? Don't worry. I, like you, I don't love needles either. But you know what? I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope the Fauci ouchie goes quickly. And there you go. I did it. I did it for you. You know, that's not a... <laughs> It's not an accomplishment to sit down and have a nurse stick a needle in you as if you've done something. It's not an accomplishment. Right. It's nothing to – it's just not a miracle on the Hudson stuff here. You did nothing. Yeah, Trump had more to do with you getting the shot than you getting right. the shot. I say all of that to make the following point. Where are Tucker and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram? Where is Ainsley Earhart and Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade? Where are the biggest stars on Fox – they're uh, getting ratings, uh, Tucker, talking <laughs> about issues and not about, uh, you know, the 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 Hutu, whatever her name is, uh, and uh, and the crew of Al Roker, uh, you know, standing in the Rockefeller Center getting shots, getting vaccinated. I get it's a personal choice. I get that's between, you know, the hosts and their health care provider. But everybody else is doing it, right, Matt? I mean, all across television, all these anchors are, are rolling up their sleeves. Why do you think we haven't seen the biggest stars on Fox News get vaccinated or show us their vaccine selfies? I, I think mostly you're an idiot, uh, Brian, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And I'm going to be leaving now. But thank you very much. That was uh, very useful. Unfortunately, or fortunately for us, we are off to softball practice, guys. We will see you um, a bit. Thanks for the Substack um, subscribing, by the way. You can subscribe for free. Or, or there are uh, there are platinum level playing paying plans as right. well. Right, so it's like some of the posts are just for paid subscribers, exactly. but there's a but bunch that are for everybody. I won't so. hassle your email too much, I promise. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. That is at Burn Barrel Pod. We're on Gab and Parlor at Burn Barrel Podcast on those platforms. Um, we're also at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Or we are Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel on YouTube. You can find the whole channel there with all the videos. And you can like and subscribe and leave comments on the videos. We'll talk back to you. And as a matter of fact, you can subscribe anywhere where you like to listen to podcasts. You'll always get the new episodes right away. Or shoot us an email. That's Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.